is Popular Technology Radio, your source for the latest emerging tech and hot internet trends. Welcome to this week's episode of Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and our show is brought to you by Bridgestone. They're passionate about making tires you can count on to perform when it matters most. And uh, as you may have noticed, we've been talking about sleep a lot on the show. There's tons of products out there that are trying to help you measure or in some way improve your sleep. And sometimes it's hard to know uh, which ones really work great and which ones are just a good idea. So that's why for this interview, um, I chose to have Sleep Score Labs on the show, which is both a company that helps you measure your sleep and the different states of sleep that you go through and how to get a better night's sleep. But also they vet other companies that say they will improve your sleep. So it's a win-win really on this one. You can measure your sleep as well as get recommendations for other products that will actually help you get a better night's sleep. So joining me from Sleep Score Labs is the Vice President of Sleep Science and Scientific Affairs, Roy Rayman. I'm reading a little bit about your background, and um, you are not just a product rep. You you have really cut your teeth on the, the science of sleep. Um, I see that you, uh, in, the, the, in the Netherlands, won an award for Best PhD Thesis in Sleep Medicine. Let's talk about you and how you got into this world of sleep science uh, before we get into the Sleep Score Labs. Oh, that's actually great. I would love to give you an introduction. And actually, has, so starting with sleep in my scientific career, it's, I think it's almost 20 years ago. So at that time, I was doing some research on burnout in people. And then I found out that the uh, determinant of burnout was related to sleep. And then I was kind of re- attracted to that topic. And I was reading some of those scientific manuscripts and it was like, interesting. There is actually not that much known about sleep as so in people like you and me. It's more about people with sleep disorders like apnea or with narcolepsy. And that was kind of intriguing me. So... And at that time, I actually found that it was a great PhD trajectory at the Netherlands Institute for Brain Research, now called the Netherlands Institute for Neurosciences, that was looking into how could we actually improve sleep by just a non-pharmacological tool, so not using sleeping pills. Uh, and they were focusing on can we actually change the temperature of the human skin and see uh, if people sleep better, yes or no. And that's actually how it all started. So, and that's where I got my PhD research on. And so, and that was awarded with, uh, with the best thesis award at that time. And it was fun to do, but I also realized, and so when I'm doing this kind of work, I write a paper that's published in a journal, then I pop a bottle of champagne because it's great, it's published, but then actually nobody is using those results. And that was a kind of disappointment to me. And that's actually why I, kind of gradually over the years made a transition into being a hardcore scientist, into still a scientist, but totally with a product focus in mind. So and my first switch was to a company that's not known in America, but it's TNO, where actually I did a lot on trying to improve the sleep of soldiers. So they were overseas because those conditions are, of course, not optimal for sleep. And then, actually, I was asked by Philips, which is one of the major uh, electronics companies out there, and so to have their program on sleep improvement products. And then I was asked by Apple, so that's when I actually uh, so moved over to the United States. And um, 
also had some wonderful time over there and putting some products on their ecosystem on their on their, on their phone on their iOS. Uh, so like the bedtime alarm and the night shift, and um, and yeah, finally I ended up with a Sleep Score Labs, and I mainly made the decision last year because I believe that their vision and their product is the most uh, promising one in the field of sleep. Um, because I think, especially for consumer sleep, and we're targeting sleep uh, for you and for me and everybody that's around there, not specifically for the disordered people. And so it's not easy to survive for a company, as we already uh, seen last year, where a lot of sleep companies like the Hello Sense and, uh, and other products are not around anymore. On the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and I'm still talking with Roy Rayman. He is the Vice President of Sleep Science and Scientific Affairs at Sleep Score Labs. And where we left off was uh, the fact that he played a part in uh, the Night Shift app for the Apple iPhone. So uh, well, that's the feature is called Night Shift in, in, in the iOS system. Uh, so, and, of course, coming from Philips, I have a very strong background also in light, so I exactly knew what to do. And uh, I put a lot of effort there at uh, my time in Apple to really get it into the iOS system and now also in the macOS system. And it's actually the principle is very uh, straightforward. Uh, so in our eye, we have a receptor that's uh, very sensitive to the blue light in screens, but also into uh, uh, LED lighting fixtures. Um, that is mainly kind of triggering how the brain, hey, it's away, it's, it's daytime, it's daytime, it's daytime. So you can imagine what happens when you're looking at your laptop screen or your iPad screen or your phone screen at night. Uh, so actually you say to your body, hey, it's a daytime, it's daytime, no time for sleep at this time. So uh, and you can kind of fix that by changing the hue of the, uh, of, of, of the screen. Uh, so the color temperature more towards orange and then also the uh, brightness of the screen a little bit less. Right. There's so much interesting stuff coming out about sleep in the last 10 years or so, uh, where we are now seeing how important it is and in multiple ways. One is, you know, you need to get more sleep than people thought previously. Uh, we're trying to limit our blue light exposure. Um, what are some other discoveries or um, maybe new rules that, that people should be trying to live by if they are already... Um, trying to increase their sleep and reduce their blue light exposure. Are there anything? Are there any other new things out there that people um, should should kind of remember that are along those same lines? Um, yeah, and what you really are, are talking about is that kind of behavioral rules, or has so. Um, and, and the main thing is that actually, had the human body really loves to have regularity or consistency. So, and I think what uh, sleep research kind of recently discovered is that, yes, the amount of sleep is very important, 
uh, and it's also um, kind of variable between people. Uh, so I might have the genes that I need eight hours at night, but some others uh, might have the genes that they only require uh, six hours every night. So that's uh, so you still need to kind of find that out, and there will be, I think, in the in the future, some genomic testing around that, uh, so that you can actually find it out. Um, so it's also very hard to give that strict advice to anybody like, hey, you should sleep seven hours or eight hours or nine hours. So uh, the new thing that was uh, that's more hallmarked right now is that um, you need to go to bed at the same time every single night and you need to wake up at the same time every night. So if you just uh, make it a kind of predictable for your brain and body that uh, so this is the time that you go to bed and this is the time that you wake up, uh, so it's easier for the body to keep with, up with that. So, um, And there is a reason behind that because we have in our brain, we have this kind of clock. It's called the body clock or the circadian clock. Um, and what it does, it ticks with a kind of 24-hour rhythm. It's a little bit sloppy for most people. It's a, it's a little bit longer than 24 hours. So it kind of needs to be reset every single day. And you can do that by just keeping that very strict regime every single day. So waking up at the same time, trying to have your breakfast at the same time, lunch at the same time, dinner at the same time, and then go to bed at the same time. And if you can keep up with that, that's one of the best things to do, actually sleep-wise. So I imagine that people who are shift workers or weekend warriors are probably not so happy about this news because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that either um, have two to three days that are wildly different from their weekday because of uh, working at night or from staying up too late on the weekends. Um, so th this is probably going to be pretty hard to swallow for some people, but I think uh, in the end it, it probably points to um, some people needing to take a look at their job where they have that you know late night shift work and possibly consider trying to get another shift or, or working somewhere else. Yeah, I actually totally agree with that. And so, of course, so being a sleep scientist, scientist, so I did actually the same kind of shift work when I was young because hey, I was working at night and actually was looking how people were sleeping and then went home in the morning. And so I'm, I have been a shift worker as well, and I know what the effects are. But um, luckily, our body has and mind is a little bit more flexible if we're young. And so, um, and we can cope and deal with that way better if we are young. So, and my main advice is, uh, so yes, you can try to deal with that uh, so up till the age of 40 or 45, but please try to uh, find another job. Uh, so as soon as, if you really have uh, passed the 45 years, uh, because it's, it's harder for your body to deal with it. But uh, the body and also your brain is just a kind of machine that's, Totally entrained after all those years that you should sleep at night and you should be awake at day. Um, yeah, we making these kind of choices as uh, actually to to disrupt it. Um, and so, what you say as uh, so those people that uh, change their habit in the weekend, we also call that with a funny term. Uh, yeah, but you you are having a social jet lag. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's like, hey, you have a jet lag by going to time zones, but you can have a social jet lag, and that just because. You just go out in the weekend and then revert back to uh, to uh, to your work on Monday mornings, and that's very funny because that's where you would need to deal with your chat like that. But your boss is probably not that happy. 
Craftsman is celebrating over 90 years of innovation. Since 1927, they've put hardworking tools into the hands of makers and mechanics. I've had Craftsman tools in my garage for decades, so I know firsthand that Craftsman comprehensive automotive tools and garage storage solutions will help you tackle your next project with confidence, whether you be a shade tree mechanic or a certified pro. So visit your local Ace Hardware or check out Craftsman.com to shop the latest hand tools, power tools, lawn and garden equipment, smart products, storage solutions, and a whole lot more. That's Craftsman.com. You're listening to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're still talking with Roy Rayman, the Vice President of Sleep Science and Scientific Affairs at Sleep Score Labs. And now that we've heard some of Roy's history in uh, getting his PhD in sleep science and all the different companies that he's worked at, we can really see that him and his team really know what they're talking about. So let's move on to actually talking about what the Sleep Score Max is and does. So there is a lot of individual variability, and I imagine that you can probably help yourself to discover what your individual variability is if you get this uh, product that Sleep Score Labs makes, which is the Sleep Score Max. Can you tell us how it works and how we can use it to make changes in our lives that will benefit us while we're sleeping yeah. and while we're awake? No, that's actually a, a great, great introduction. So one of the things that uh, that is, of course, very, very important is that uh, so that you only can manage a certain behavior if you also measure this, and that's kind of the uh, the, the idea behind Sleep Score Max and uh, how we measure sleep. And uh, so, for instance, uh, so if you are on a waiting control program. Uh, so it should be pretty easy, actually, that you have a waiting scale so you actually can see what the effect is of your waiting management program. And that's kind of what we see as well uh, with, our, with our Sleep Score Max device. Uh, so the first thing is what we do. Uh, so we use a single device that you put on your nightstand, uh, so, and it's very easy set up. It looks a little bit like uh, a speaker, uh, so, and it's just there, and you turn it on at night, and then... It measures your sleep and you turn it off in the morning. So what we think is a great benefit is that you don't have to wear something. There is no sensor attached to the bed, so there's also no electrical cable attached to the bed. So it's really, truly non-contact sensing. So, um, and how it works, it works with uh, so, uh, echolocation. So it sends out a certain uh, frequency wave to your body and then actually it circles back. Uh, so and from that we can actually measure your motion and your breathing and sometimes also your heart heart rate. And we're using actually so the, uh, our expertise over 10 years in developing a true algorithm uh, so to really uh, so infer sleep from that kind of data. So um, because sleep data is very hard to understand for a lot of people, uh, so because you have REM sleep and deep sleep and light sleep, we also... Uh, it's quite an effort in making it a little bit more easier for the consumer so to understand. So that's why we created Sleep Score. And that's a single number, just like if you're on your waiting scale, you have that single number. number. And so we now have that single number that kind of captures and so all the important aspects of sleep. And so it ranges from 0 to 100. And that's actually what you see every single day and so when you measure in the morning, and that's the one that you can kind of keep track of. So 
So that's the kind of technology background. So it's also it's echolocation of your chest cavity uh, to put it more specifically. And then uh, we transform the data into uh, a highly accurate estimation of your sleep. Uh, so we have been validated. Uh, so again, the gold standard measurement of sleep, which is PSG, and we published some papers on that as well. So we're very accurate. So And we are the most accurate around in the non-contact arena. So, um, but in the end, actually, has, so we see all that measuring kind of as a means to an end. Uh, so because what we think is the biggest effort in the sleep field is that um, you get now your sleep score, and you get another sleep score the next night, and a new sleep score the night after, and then it's so what? Because for fitness, it's really easy. So you, you get your miles per day number, and then you can just improve it, uh, because run more is better. And for weight, it's also easy. If those numbers go up, you might decide uh, so to skip your lunch or to be a little bit uh, more on a light lunch and a light dinner. But you see your sleep score changing, and then it's, so what? What do I need to do? And that's, I think, the journey that we want to make a little bit uh, easy for you, because based on the data that, that you got from your sleep score max device, we actually give your personalized device. We say like, hey, we see in your data that you got a little bit less light sleep as, so, as compared to as, so your peer group. So, And these are the ways that you actually can uh, try to improve it. You're not just sensing a heartbeat. This is kind of, it really is able to tell what stage of sleep you're in and if you're missing any stages or staying in one too long or not long enough in another and you're able to um, make recommendations on how to increase the right ratios of sleep right am i am i am i getting this right you're exactly right eh? and of course as a consumers don't think that way and consumers mainly think like hey and so it took me too long to fall asleep, or I wake up a little bit too early, can I improve that? But also if we just see how those, um, those kind of what I consider um, maybe all things in their sleep stage data, so we can kind of help them out in how to improve that. And also explain to them so why it's important to get sufficient REM sleep or sufficient deep sleep. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Popular Technology Radio, and we're talking with Roy Rayman from Sleep Score Labs. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the different types of recommendations that the Sleep Score Max can give, besides just going to bed earlier. Maybe you're asking yourself, who is that guy in the mirror? What happened to the guy with the brass knuckle attitude? Maybe he just needs to decide, is that a tie around his neck or a leash? Join the Brotherhood of Muscle with an available 485 horsepower Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger GT. The world's first all-wheel drive two-door muscle car at the Dodge Drive and Discover event. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.
Welcome back to Popular Technology Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're still talking with Roy Rayman, the Vice President of Sleep Science and Scientific Affairs at SleepScore Labs. Let's talk about how the other uh, product recommendations work based on the SleepScore Max, because I think a lot of people may be right in guessing that one of the first recommendations it'll make is go to bed earlier. But what are the other kind of recommendations that it can make? Yeah, so good that you bring it up because I think so you kind of touched based on the most most difficult uh, uh, changes that you can ask for a person. And so because you really tra- uh, checking now into behavioral change, and as we know, the behavioral change is very hard to achieve for any human subject. And so whether it's um, has so eating behavior or sleeping behavior, we all rather want to see the last episode on Netflix uh, so and go to bed. So we truly think that behavioral change is, of course, key sometimes to change uh, your sleep. But there are actually uh, a lot of different options. And if you go to Amazon, for instance, as a web shop, you see that there are a lot of physical product offerings as well that might help you to improve your sleep. Um, and just to kind of give you an example as uh, so how we link to uh, the different kind of recommendations. We might recommend actually have, for instance, a physical product. Um, we might see in your data that you actually have so uh, sleeping very much through into deep sleep when your alarm clock goes off. Uh, so, and when we actually see that, we might ping you like, hey, have we noticed that uh, so actually when you try to wake up, you're kind of in deep sleep, and we might want to help you with that. And you might want to and so um, try a wake-up light. And a wake-up light is a product that's out there made by different companies, and it actually tries to mimic the sunrise. And by mimicking the sunrise at the end of your sleep, uh, the great thing is that actually when you're waking, woken up by your alarm clock, uh, so you feel a little bit more energized and not, not that drowsy. So that's where we uh, so really have this kind of truly product recommendation. But... The other recommendations might be as easy that we give you the insight as so, hey, we actually notice as so in your bedroom, as so it's 75 degrees centigrade, as so you sleep less, as so, uh, or your sleep quality is of, uh, is not that good as compared when your bedroom is uh, 65 degrees Fahrenheit. So, and that's also how you kind of learn to kind of optimize your bedroom optimize your behaviors, and so for some people even has so something simple like, and so, hey, we see that you're having trouble falling asleep, you might so want to try a warm shower just before going to bedtime. So it's on all different kind of levels. So one other thing you mentioned was that, I mean, the Sleep Score Labs, their main product is the Sleep Score Max, but you also recommend a lot of products as well, that are not made by your company. Can you talk about that recommendation um, program and what the um, prerequisites are to to be recommended by your company? Yeah, that's actually a, a great also subject to talk about because um, we actually spend quite some time and money into that process. As we know, there are a lot of products out there uh, related to Steve, but uh, we do actually not know whether they uh, are effective. And so, and it might be that they are effective for you and they are uh, not effective for, for other people. Um, and what we try to do with our uh, products, and so is that uh, whenever we see a product that's really interested to be included in what we consider our sleep improvement 
ecosystem. Uh, so we actually asked the manufacturer, uh, so did you really put it to the test with real people? And were you able to publish that data? And so, and hey, if the manufacturer comes back to us like, yes, so we put it to the test, and here are our white papers, uh, sleep manuscripts. And so then we say, okay, yes, you, if, it's, if it's from sufficient quality, then uh, so we say, hey, you're welcome in our ecosystem. But of course, as we know, a lot of product manufacturers create their products, uh, so, and they did not spend a lot of money or time on really putting it to the test whether the product is working, yes or no. That's just the way it is. So and what we do, uh, we kind of offer them then the program uh, so that let's say, okay, and so we need to make sure that your product is really uh, so, uh, delivering up to its promise. So what we want you to do is um, to do a study with us. So, and that's what we ask people or the manufacturers then like, hey, do a study with us. You need to pay for it because we don't do that for free, but uh, we have a fee for that that's very, very uh, competitive. And so in the end, if the, those results are positive, and so then you get into our ecosystem. And actually all the products that we include in our ecosystem have either a proof of evidence that they work have from uh, the studies that are, have been peer-reviewed or the white papers, or we have putting them through the test. Has so, and what we consider is a, is a product use uh, study. So what we do is we just hand out the products to um, a number of people. They, we measure their sleep using our technology for 30 days when not using the product. We measure it then again has so for 30 nights when using the products and see whether we see any improvement. It's very cool. Well, if anybody is interested in this, they can go to sleepscore.com. Roy, is there anything else you want to let people know about Sleepscore Labs before I let you go? Sleepscore Labs is a joint venture of Resmed, Dr. Oz, and Pegasus Capital. And all we care about is your sleep, and uh, we want you to sleep better. Well, I look forward to trying this out myself. Um, there's so many different products out there. Uh, that that seem like they are interesting, but uh, it's very nice to know that with the Sleep Score Labs, all of the products that you are recommending go through a rigorous testing process and come highly regarded. So uh, I, I really look forward to trying this out. Uh, for anybody who's interested, you can go to sleepscore.com. This is Pop Tech Radio, and we'll be right back. Have you ever tried to plan a vacation and the hotel costs, airfare, and pet sitter all add up to one big never mind? Well, it's time to embrace the adventure and go RVing instead. GoRVing.com is your one-stop shop for all things RV camping. Browse the different types of RVs, find a rental agent or dealer near you, and compare the costs. Explore more than 16,000 RV parks and campgrounds nationwide, and even plan your menus for the trip. Find out what you've been missing at GoRVing.com. That's GoRVing.com. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and my next guest is Dr. Nancy Etkoff. She is a renowned expert in mind-brain behavior and the science of happiness at Harvard University and psychologist at Massachusetts General Hospital Department of Psychiatry. Wow, that's a mouthful. She's teamed up with Motorola to do a study asking people about their phone use habits and possibly phone addiction 
And uh, we'll give the uh, web address to see the full results of that study at the end of the interview. And also, uh, Motorola is working with the app called Space to help people get a better phone life balance. Dr. Edkoff, let's talk about the uh, Space app. What, what does it do? Space will help you kind of identify the triggers for when you're overusing your phone, how much you're using um, different apps, and then also to be able to have your phone activated in such a way that it only will let you know about what you want it to let you know at that moment. So you can shut off many aspects of your phone and only keep on what you want. And I think that kind of behavioral control um, and help with behavioral control will be very important for people. Yeah, I think that one of the uh, the slippery slope to social media or just overall phone addiction is uh, over-notification. I noticed myself yeah. getting extremely fatigued with uh, yeah. with all sorts of different emails and app notifications <clears throat> and things like that for a while. And so I finally got to the point where, you know, I... I I produce a radio show, so I get a lot of random emails just pitching me ideas and things like that. And they're coming in every few minutes. And I and I started getting so many notifications that I I would never stop checking my phone to see what that little ding was. And I felt such a sigh of relief when I finally just turned off the notifications for my email. It made such a big difference in my my peace of mind. It makes a huge it makes a huge difference. And it's funny that we don't think do it sooner, um, that we let ourselves get really fatigued before we finally say, well, maybe, maybe we should stop this. But it's part of the way our brain is wired. You know, so uh, there are really two systems in the brain, one that's always on, um, Kahneman has called it system one, you know, where unconsciously you're just responding to things from habit or, uh, you know, something rings, you think, I must pick that up, it's very distracting and, and it seems to be alerting you to something that should be important but perhaps is not. And then there's the more, you know, the slower, more deliberative system, too, which thinks about, well, the last five times I did this, it was just distracting and it didn't help me. So thinking back and thinking forward, I'm not going to listen to this, but that is a different kind of brain muscle that's not always on, and we have to train it with the cell phone so that we aren't always on this autopilot, you know, and responding to every notification, when in fact, often it's just a distraction, it's fatiguing. Um, it takes us away from more important things. I mean, one of the interesting things we found in the study was that people were saying they were checking their phone at, at funerals and at weddings. Um, you know, they're doing dangerous things um, when they know they shouldn't because they can't put it down. When they're at work, they're distracted by it. And so we need to move from that knowledge and that feeling into helping ourselves to to quell that automatic response and to do what's actually in our best interest, which is sometimes to put the phone away, um, to not be notified, and perhaps to set a certain time aside when you want to look at those notifications. Not not all day long, but more, you know, put it in a time slot, and that, that's when you'll look at, you know, people wanting to come on your radio show or, or whatever the long list of emails might be about or, or text. One thing that I've noticed is that being cognizant of when you are overusing your phone is hard to do because when you're overusing it, you are inherently distracted. And yes. by um, by either camping or hiking in areas where there's no or bad cell phone service is when I really notice mm-hmm. the most 
my um, compulsion only part of it because there's part of it that is um, the notifications, but then there's the part that just is your hand unconsciously reaching into your pocket and pulling it out to see if any notifications have come up or to open up to unlock your phone and start doing something before you even really think about what you're doing. And <laughs> I find that when I'm camping or when I'm hiking and I, in areas where I have no service, there'll be like three or four times where I pull my phone out and I go, Oh, I don't have any service. And then I put it back in my pocket. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, I pull it back out and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm not trying to, I'm not being notified of anything. So it's just me unconsciously, pulling my phone out and that's the part that I need to be aware of and it helps me to, to notice yeah. it because there's no actual notification or internet service for me to get lost in and forget that I'm trying to be cognizant of my use. Yes. And so what you're seeing is just a habit playing itself out. You're so used to it. It's become so automatic that you don't know why you're checking. You, you know you shouldn't be checking because you can't. Somehow your hand keeps going back there and looking for that phone. And so one way to help yourself with that is, you know, you, you might be hiking in a place that doesn't have service, but just shut your phone off for a certain point every day, unless for perhaps emergencies or certain things you have to hear, and get used to that feeling of sometimes your phone, it's there, you know, it might be available for an emergency, but you're not going to reach for it, you're not going to pick it up unless you know, the one or two notifications that you allow can come through. And I think once people do that, they often realize that the habit can go away. Uh, and also that they feel better. They feel more engaged. They're looking around them. They're talking more to people. Less distracted. Um, they don't miss it. Yeah. Well, and so some of the things that I've no that, that uh, stood out to me in the study is um, that half or 49% of people agree that they check their phone more often than they would like. And that's good. I think that yeah. that that shows that people are putting some onus on themselves because I feel like there are a lot of people, which, I mean, I guess that's the other 51% of people probably think, I'm not addicted to my phone. I just keep getting these notifications. And of course, I'm going to look at them. But then it's, yes. It's, yes. You know, it's not until you turn off, off all the notifications or you turn off your phone completely that you realize that there's nothing notifying you. It's just you looking at the phone for whatever reason, out of boredom or uh, FOMO. <laughs> yes, exactly. And FOMO is another <laughs> big issue. People think that they're missing out. And particularly, again, younger groups, because people are always on and always commenting and, and going back and forth, and people think, oh, I'm going to miss out on something major. And usually, you know, there's nothing much going on, but somehow there's that feeling that if I'm not there everyone else is, then I'm missing out. Haynes, the worldwide leader in vehicle repair information for over 50 years, is now available in electronic format with Haynes Manuals Online. You get all the trusted content of the Haynes printed manuals, but with added features including over 750 color photographs, color wiring diagrams, and videos to help you do the job right. They're formatted for all electronic devices, and over 180 car, truck, and motorcycle titles are now available. The new Haynes Manuals Online are now available at Haynes.com.
Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and I'm still talking with Dr. Nancy Etkoff about phone addiction and uh, how to have a better phone life balance. So, Dr. Etkoff, what are some of the top recommendations for a better phone life balance? Well, I think that there are a number. I mean, the first is awareness. The second is um, to be able to savor whatever condition um, you're in. So, for example, if you're working and you need to get something out, pay attention to that and that only. Uh, if you're out with friends, perhaps have everyone shut off their phones or not refer to phones. If you can't remember something, you don't always have to look it up. Um, that ha- to have the people around you help you to be aware and to listen to those people. A lot of people on this survey have been told by many people that close to them that their behavior was bothering them. They they felt they were distracted, they weren't paying attention, they know they were doing dangerous things when driving, but somehow they weren't able to stop. So setting everything up in such a way that it will minimize your engaging in these behaviors. Right. And, and so, for example, there are studies at work where, pe- where people just have a cell phone within sight and they've shut it off and it's still distracting them, put it away. Don't look at it, don't have it there. Unless you need it for the task at hand, put it away. You know, if there's an emergency and someone needs to find you, have that on on your phone, and that's it. Um, but we so we see it as an extension of ourselves in a way that can lead us down the road to excessive use and imbalance. So this study that was done, I believe it was an online um, survey of a lot of questions and things like that. If people want to... Um, maybe ha- it's it's one thing to try to ask yourself, am I addicted to my, fo- my phone or am I using my phone too much? Um, and, and you may or may not be very honest with yourself. So if people are wanting to try to uh, um, get a bit of feedback from a third party, they can actually take a quiz, right? Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so they can get online, take a quiz, see if... if- rings true to them and their own behavior or what people tell them, and to take that seriously. Uh, but sometimes we wave off what other people say or we say, you know, we, we tend to say that other people have problems, but we mean not so much. And that's just a human tendency to have kind of positive illusions about yourself. This isn't just about phones, but uh, we always think that we're less at risk than other people. Um, we have this positivity bias towards ourselves. So... Um, it's natural. It, it's not just about phones. And so what we need to do to counter that sometimes when we're doing things that aren't so good for us is to listen to the feedback we get from others. So if someone tells you that it bothers them that you're on the phone when you're with them or um, that something else you're doing is, is creating a problem for them, they're, you're, they're fighting with you about it, um, then listen to that, especially from the people who are closest to you and most important. They're telling you something that you don't know, um, but need to be aware of. Right. And so, so you can do an online quiz at phone-lifebalance.com. And uh, hopefully at the end of that quiz, you can maybe share your, uh, your results on social media and kind of get that conversation started. And uh, even if it says, you know, you're totally addicted and that might be a little embarrassing, there's something about getting that conversation started that might help uh, someone in your circle also be able to talk about uh, or realize that maybe they are a little addicted to their phone too and, and you know, 
starting that conversation yes. is, is the first step. Absolutely. I mean, denial never helps anyone. So the more you're just aware of it and think, okay, well, this was more of a problem than I thought, but this is something that I can change. And there's apps that can help me, and there are friends who can give suggestions, and I can listen to feedback. And, you know, unless something is an all-out addiction, you know, then there are a lot of little hacks and habit changes and nudges that can help you to move away from these bad habits. Absolutely. Well, um, so to, again, to recap, if people want to take the quiz to see how they're doing and uh, to see what their relationship with their phone looks like, they can go to phone-lifebalance.com. Um, Motorola is also working with the Space Phone Life Balance app. I believe the app is just called Space, and that helps you with changing all of your notification settings and, and monitoring your use, and it'll give you feedback um, is there any other um, sites or locations you'd like to send people to 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 look at uh, the study results or anything like that? So if people are interested in the study findings, they can go to blog.motorola.com um, to find more details on what we found in four different countries across different age groups. Great. And I'm sure that blog will probably also have some links to the, the Space app. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dr. Nancy Edkoff, so much for joining me. My pleasure. That's it for this hour of Pop Tech Radio. Stay tuned for another full hour of Pop Tech Radio. We're going to have a look at some of the home appliance offerings from the Sharp brand. If the measure of a car was how many people it turned into people who love cars, the Subaru Outback would be worth its weight in gold, thanks largely to its symmetrical all-wheel drive. Unlike other systems that wait for a wheel to slip, it powers all four wheels all the time. All while with better fuel economy than midsize SUVs. And the fact that the Outback is made in a zero landfill plant doesn't hurt either. It's a car that is truly built to be loved. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. This is Popular Technology Radio. Your source for the latest emerging tech and hot internet trends. Welcome to this hour of Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and our show is brought to you by Bridgestone. They're passionate about making tires you can count on to perform when it matters most. And this hour, we're going to be featuring a closer look at some products from the Sharp brand. And joining me today is Peter Weedfall. He's the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. I think a lot of people, when they think of the Sharp brand... The first thought probably goes to TVs, at least for me, because I happened to get a killer deal on a 55-inch Sharp TV on Black Friday. But there's this, there's a lot to the Sharp brand, uh, especially if you go to sharpusa.com. You can see all of the different variety of areas that uh, you guys are in. Uh, let's talk about some of the non-TV stuff that's going on in the world of Sharp, which also, by the way, I noticed it made, it made the list of Forbes 2017 America's Best Large Employers. So I, I take it you like working at Sharp then? I love the culture of Sharp on a local and global scale. And, um, you know, the company is well known since 1912 when it was formed as being a leader in bringing products to market that are very simple to use, they're better than the competition, says we, and says consumers and customers who vote with their pocketbooks. 
And it's all to help you in having a better living or lifestyle. So in my area, which is sharp home appliances, that's our great focus. And you'll see the tagline, sharp, simply better living. And what I like about it, Jason, is, is that simply better living points outwardly as our brand mantle or brand moniker into the marketplace for our customers and consumers and retail and distribution. But it also is bimodal because it points back to our manufacturing and factory facilities to say, don't you dare develop a product that's not simple, not better than what's already in the marketplace or will be in the marketplace, and doesn't have something to do with a better living lifestyle. Right. So that's that's basically the, the creed or the benediction uh, of the company um, tied in between the bookends of sincerity, sincerity uh, and creativity. So that's who we are, and we're very proud to, to be sharp. Well, that's fantastic. Let's talk about some home appliances. Um, a few years ago, my parents did like a dream home remodel to their to their house, and they were like the first people I knew that got the little mini refrigerator that is built into their cabinets that just looks like a separate cabinet drawer for below the coffee maker. And they got the, um, other pullout cabinet that is a, uh, a microwave that just looks like a little drawer and, and, you know, it just looks all fancy. And I remember thinking, wow, must be nice. When am I going to be able to afford these newer appliances that are that are smaller and can be hidden away within the the house and uh i i think now they're starting to reach those prices where you don't have to be uh you know of retirement age to start affording some of these these cool new appliances am i am i right about that well i think you know the the market will bear a price to volume to um, uniqueness and creativity of a product that's demanded by consumers. I mean, that's the standard bill of fare. First of all, please thank your parents for um, being very sharp, and we appreciate <laughs> the business. Uh, but I would also say, Jason, that, yeah, prices normally do come down. They, they're not coming down the way we've seen it on the TV side, if you will. Yeah. But, yeah, we're tr- we are trying, and actually I'm going to talk about one product if we have the time, which is regarding uh, super steam cooking with 485 degrees, and yeah. how we're actually bringing the price down to open up the entire marketplace. I absolutely but, want to talk about the, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but for the drawer, um, I will tell you that uh, we make and assemble the drawer in Memphis, Tennessee. We own the 11 patents on the microwave drawer. We have about 60 percent of the U.S. market, and we build for other brands again in Memphis. Wow. So we are the, 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 the world leader, the U.S. leader in microwave drawers. And the fantastic part and, and value proposition is that if you're putting a built-in kitchen in or you have an island and you don't want to have the microwave sitting on the countertop or even as an over-the-range, you can have the discipline, the microwave drawer, built into your wall, and we have multiple flavors. I will tell you that this month we've announced the world's first, and this is a headline quote, the world's first microwave drawer. And, yeah, it's a metaphor. It's not the first. Our first is over 15 years ago. But it's the first drawer that you can wave at in in the air. Just wave at it, 
and the drawer will come out of the wall all by itself. Nice. So th- that goes with simply better living. It's a very simple product to use. What's simpler than waving once in the air and the drawer opens? Right. You're not looking for uh, buttons. You're not making sure you don't turn it on before right. it's open or anything like that. You just go, I want it. Open says me. Right. And your, and your hands are full of chicken or they're full of a cake you're baking or they're full of something. And you're like, oh, now i got to go wash my hands, um, go back and do it. No, you just wave and you go ahead and uh, put your product in. And... Um, and so it's simple to use, better than the competition, because nobody on the planet has this technology but us. And it's about better living lifestyle. I didn't That's realize that you guys were, were such the, the backbone of the, the microwave drawer industry. Yeah, we thank you. Um, we, we don't say it with, you know, we don't uh, say it with a lot of bravado, but the truth is the truth. We are the we own the patents, and we are the provider, and we're very proud that these are made and assembled, if you will, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, and have been for the last fifteen years. On the track, even one-hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street-legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro-evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're continuing our conversation with Peter Weedfald, the SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And coming up, we're going to be talking about a new product that is a tabletop steam oven. But what led to the creation of the steam oven in the first place was the popularity of an already existing product from Sharp that is a built-in oven that includes steam cooking. Let's talk about that first and how that led to the creation of the countertop version. We did um, bring to market about a year and a half ago a built-in what we call Super Steam Plus, and we own the trademark Super Steam Plus oven that was three ovens in one. You could cook at 100%, 485 degrees Super Steam. You could also cook at 212 Steam. And you could also cook convection. And um, that oven sells in market somewhere around uh, $2,499, $2,499. And it goes built into the wall, and it just cooks in such a delicious fashion. It browns on the outside, moist on the inside, um, and so on and so forth. So I'm going to just let you know that we've got that in the marketplace. And whoops, that's right, Jason. We build and assemble and manufacture parts and, and pull it together down in Memphis, Tennessee. So made and assembled in Memphis, Tennessee. And, by the way, because of our patents, we also build for others. So if you see another 485 convection and super steam 212, steams 212 in the marketplace, then 99% it's going to be built by us. Having said that, 
not everybody, to your great point about mom and dad, not everybody has got $2,499 to add a super steam oven into their kitchen. So what we decided to do was build, create something that is about simply better living for Sharp and for consumers, a what we call a superheated steam countertop oven. And yes, it's pizzeria-style superheated oven because it looks just like a pizza oven. And basically, the benefits of this product are, number one, there's no defrosting needed. So you can take a frozen chicken filet or frozen something in your freezer, not put it on a counter and wait a half hour or 45 minutes for it to defrost. You can go from the freezer directly into this device and start cooking. There's no preheat required on this device. So again, if you took out, let's say, a frozen pizza that you bought in the store, and it says preheat your oven to 450 degrees, and you'd have to wait 15 or 20 minutes for it to preheat, you don't have to go through that process either, and the product is instant on. So basically, you go from frozen in the freezer directly into the device, and you cook it. And in the example we use is we took two chicken fillets that were frozen, you could knock them on a table, and you could hear them go bang, bang, bang. Right. We put we put one in a um, toaster oven, priced exactly the same as our new superheated steam oven, and one in our superheated steam oven, and within 20 minutes, our chicken in our super steam was brown on the outside, moist on the inside, in the competitive product, if you will, When we took it out, you could still hit it on the table, and it sounded like a hammer. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Peter Weedfald, the SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And when we come back, we're going to discuss some of the benefits of cooking with superheated steam. Craftsman is celebrating over 90 years of innovation. Since 1927, they've put hardworking tools into the hands of makers and mechanics. I've had Craftsman tools in my garage for decades, so I know firsthand that Craftsman comprehensive automotive tools and garage storage solutions will help you tackle your next project with confidence, whether you be a shade tree mechanic or a certified pro. So visit your local Ace Hardware or check out Craftsman.com to shop the latest hand tools, power tools, lawn and garden equipment, smart products, storage solutions, and a whole lot more. That's Craftsman.com. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're still talking with Peter Weedfald, the SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And let's continue our conversation. Where we left off was talking about the benefits of cooking with steam. So part A is on the benefits of the product is, again, no preheat, no defrost, instant on. The next part that's most exciting is the difference between cooking in this device versus a microwave oven or a toaster oven. And again, this product will deliver superheated steam at 485 degrees. And as you know, um, that means that you can cook, when you cook with superheated steam, you don't have to add extra fat like butters and oils. Um, And And your food's not getting dried out. It preserves the authentic taste, color, and texture of the products. 
Yeah, I mean, so, the the Steam thing has uh, is intriguing me. Uh, do you have to like? Because I know like the 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 boiling point of water is two twelve or whatever, and then it turns to steam a little higher. But are you having to like pressurize this unit to get the steam to get that hot? No, no. Actually, that's a really good question. So. In our built-in super steam, just for a juxtaposition for a moment, um, it literally heats up the cavity and fires out 485 degrees, pure steam. N- no help with any other, no convections kicking in, nothing. It is exactly pure steam, which is why it's an expensive built-in unit. This unit is using thermal heat plus um, steam. And so what we do is, there's thermal heat in the unit, but then it has a separate water well. So you put the water in the water well, you insert it into the device. That water well, that engine, heats up the water to 250 degrees exactly, not 212, 250. Then at 250, it injects the water into the unit, and the thermal plus the superheated steam connects to deliver 485 degrees superheated steam. Wow. Yeah, so so that's how we got it. And, you know, the punchline here is that everyone wants to find a way, and this is my personal opinion, my opinion, everyone wants to be healthy. We spend billions of dollars on workout and gyms and even clothing to right. look better. Uh, number two, there's vitamins and pills and people eat all kinds of you know, we and this and that to, to be healthy. And number three, think of this one. This is the simple metaphor with the simplicity of language. Jason, everyone drinks bottled water, and they're not sure why other than it's healthier. But in many, many countries, in my opinion, my personal opinion, in many countries people cook with steam, mm-hmm. and they cook with steam because they know they can brown the food on the outside, moist and delicious on the inside, they don't have to add butter. They don't have to add fat. They don't have to add literally anything. And what it does is it, it gives them food that is so delicious because it's so moist and tastes unbelievable. And, by the way, many, many countries and many people, and I say personally, uh, it's a healthier way to eat. Right. And I think that's as evidenced by the extreme popularity of the instant pot sensation that's been such a top seller over the last few christmases that's why we say for it's a pizzeria style oven you can it takes a 12 inch it takes a 12 inch pizza um and can cook it with the superheated steam and by the way it takes a full pan and i think you know that pan cooking or pan sheet cooking you, you know that's the rave now pan sheet cooking I don't. You take, did you know about this? I mean, maybe, but describe it to me. Pan, pan sheet cooking means that um, when I grew up, and I'm older than you, mommy used to cook the potatoes in one pot, and then she'd cook the broccoli in another pot, and then she'd have, you know, the salmon cooking in the oven, and she would have, you know, she's cutting the potato, the, the carrots over here, and she's going to fry them. No, 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 no. This new rave called pan sheet cooking or sheet pan cooking is actually the right word, sheet pan cooking, you take a pan and you lay the salmon in there, you lay your um, broccoli in there, you lay your potatoes in there, you lay you know, your carrots in there, 
and you literally put it in the oven all together in one shot, and you cook it all together. Okay, so I've been and doing this. Rave. I've been doing this anyways. I just didn't realize that everybody else was doing it. <laughs> right, because that's but what I'll do. I'll here. I'll take like a a tri tip and put it in the oven on top of a bed of carrots and things like that, and then it all cooks in the juice of the tri tip as it's cooking, and and it's you only have to wash one pan when you're done. Right, right. So th- that I think um, is really really important that you can do this with this device. Um, and, you know, we're pretty excited about it because if you go on the Internet and you start looking around for um, sheet pan cooking, there's an enormous amount of social networking uh, and articles about how you do it the right way. Well, this will take that full sheet, and so you can do your, you know, sheet pan cooking here. So, so it's really exciting. Plus, the unit has five cooking modes, uh, toast, broil, grill, bake, reheat, uh, pizza mode, and warm and very easy to use, Jason. It's got a, a swing dial to it, so you just say, okay, I want to cook pizza. You turn it again, and it says, you know, it's going to automatically cook at 20 minutes. You could change it to 22 minutes, and it'll tell you how long it'll take. You can change the timing. Maybe you're asking yourself, who is that guy in the mirror? What happened to the guy with the brass knuckle attitude? Maybe he just needs to decide, is that a tie around his neck or a leash? Join the Brotherhood of Muscle with an available 485 horsepower Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger GT. The world's first all-wheel drive two-door muscle car at the Dodge Drive and Discover event. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. You're listening to Popular Technology Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're still talking with Peter Weedfold, the SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And where we left off before the break was Peter was just getting into telling me about cooking a pizza at home with steam. You're not cooking a pizza with steam, right? Oh, yes. Really? Oh, yes. Let me tell you what happens when you do that. You know, do you ever, you ever, you ever um, realize that the reason so many people are ordering pizzas from a local pizzeria, and by the way, just in the state of New York, Jason, there are 7,200 pizza parlors. I believe just it. Just in the state of New York. I think there's 90,000 across America. <laughs> the, reason, the reason is is that when you get it, it's fresh, it's warm, it's just been baked, and it smells delicious. So the, the fact in the matter is, is that buying a frozen pizza and being able to bring it back to the same life as a pizza you bought down the street is what cooking with superheated steam is all about. So trust me, and we've tested this over and over again, the pizza is brown on the outside. It's very, very moist and delicious on the inside, just like a perfectly cooked pizza from the pizza parlor. That's number one. Number two, the huge benefit is you ever have two or three slices left over, you put them in the refrigerator, now you're hungry three days later, you take and, it out. And they're starting to get dried out. Well, you, you put it, what are you going to do, put it in a convection toaster oven? Or are you going to put it in a microwave? You're not going to certainly turn on your big oven right. uh, and heat it up for 20 minutes to put in a slice of pizza. But the point is, is that you ever put it in a, you know, a microwave, and after a minute it comes out, and then it sits on the table, and all of a sudden you look at it a minute later before you eat it, and you go, I can't eat that. 
Well, right, and because it, it's it's losing moisture in the in the fridge, so I imagine cooking it with the steam wow, again well is is going to be uh, rehydrating it. Right, but yeah, when you so when you cook with steam, that's right. You rehydrate it. You bring the dough back to life. You bring the pizza back to life, and now you have a different experience. Now it's as if you took you have a brand new slice of pizza or salmon or whatever you want to cook in it, and that's a huge benefit of cooking with superheated steam. Yeah, I feel like salmon, uh, chicken breast, anything that's known for being hard to cook because it can get dry, I imagine is going to shine in this thing. Absolutely. Um, and so lots and lots of benefits um, of the product. And I think that the most important part is is that it is, you're going to have better tasting food. And so not only do we believe that it's better for you to eat this way, not only do we believe that um, it will change your lifestyle because when you can brown on the outside, keep it moist on the inside for fresh food or, re- or redone food out of the refrigerator, um, now, you're, now you're starting to have a simply better lifestyle, which is what we like to bring to market. By the way, Jason, we've sold, Sharp has sold over 2 million superheated steam ovens globally. Wow. 2 million. So this isn't new to us. We understand the technology um, and how to bring it to market. That's a lot. Um, are, are there other places in the world that have caught on to this superheated steam faster than the U.S.? Uh, yes. Um, uh, I would suggest that Asian countries, as you probably know, have been cooking with steam and superheated steam for a very, very, very long time. Um, you know, as a simple example, as rice cookers are starting to catch on in the U.S., but they are a must-have in, a, in most of the Asian countries that I can think of. Right. Well, this sounds awesome. I'm sold. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I think when you taste it, you'll really get sold. And, you know, and also one last data point, we're living now, Jason, I believe, in what I call the instant gratification economy, instant gratification. Uh, you know, you want information at your fingertips, you go online and get it. You want food cooked immediately. That's why you run out to a restaurant, it's quicker, uh, or a fast food place. Everything in our lives is instant gratification. Everyone is a mile wide. Many people are not an inch deep because they're moving that quickly in this new sort of speedy marketplace we live in. This is a great example of being able to have instant gratification. Again, no defrost, no preheat, instant on, delicious food. You don't have to add fat. You don't have to add butter, uh, which is better for you, I believe. And, you know, no one else has this product in the marketplace with super steam injected 100% all the time as the formidable cooking experience. So we're very fired up. And by the way, I will tell you that the street price, the street retail price, uh, will be $399. Wow. Hey, so one more question about this. Um, Sure. You're already reducing the amount of time things are going to take to cook because of the uh, no preheat. But does the steam... Uh, in any way, because you're using superheated steam that's that's just you know blasting right at it, does that reduce the overall cook time of most things? Um, I, I'm not going to say that it reduces the overtime um, the time on some on some foods it will, um, but you know it really depends on what food we're talking about. If we're talking about a chicken fillet, it it could be faster, but there's so many different ovens and devices. There's 
your oven in the wall. There's a toaster oven, a high-end toaster oven. That's true. I guess uh, it depends on what you're comparing it against. There's microwave ovens. Yeah, it depends. But I will tell you that um, you, you will save a lot of time not worrying about the frost and, and pre, preheating and so on. Uh, our goal was really more around uh, bringing a simply better lifestyle, a you know, virtually, in my opinion, a healthier lifestyle. To consumers across America, and by the way, um, if you know if it hasn't been obvious, our goal is to take a front position, to take the lead role in super steam across America, and so we believe we're we've earned the right. One, we have a formidable built-in super steam oven that we make here in the United States, assemble and build. Um, that's already in the marketplace. That's the three ovens in one called Super Steam Plus. Number two, we're now going to seed S E E D. That built in by bringing, you know, the superheated steam to everyone's kitchens across America. And number three, we've sold over two million superheated steam ovens worldwide, which I believe is more than anyone else. So we've sort of earned the right um, to deliver the art of the possible around superheated steam to America. And uh, this should be a lot of fun. And I think it's uh, to your point. I think a lot of people are going to lean in and say, "Wow." Um, that's unbelievable. I want one of those. And I think the price opens up the market very nicely. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is really easy to be excited about. Have you ever tried to plan a vacation and the hotel costs, airfare, and pet sitter all add up to one big never mind? Well, it's time to embrace the adventure and go RVing instead. GoRVing.com is your one-stop shop for all things RV camping. Browse the different types of RVs, find a rental agent or dealer near you, and compare the costs. Explore more than 16,000 RV parks and campgrounds nationwide, and even plan your menus for the trip. Find out what you've been missing at GoRVing.com. That's GoRVing.com. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and we're continuing our conversation with Peter Weedfold, SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And we're moving on from the kitchen now to, uh, well, everywhere in the house because we're talking about the air within the house. Specifically, we're talking about the plasma cluster ion air purification systems. Yeah, so it's not new. We've actually, this might blow you away because we must be like the most humble people in the world. <laughs> um, we have worldwide. And the numbers I give you are legally quoted and verified, so I don't just throw numbers around. Um, th- there's a technology called PCI, which simply stands for, maybe simply is not the right word, but plasma cluster ion technology, which I'll explain in a moment. Th- that's an engine. It's a special technology engine called plasma cluster ion technology. There are now officially 70 million, that's seven zero million products worldwide that have Sharp's plasma cluster ion technology built in. Wow. Definitely not so, new then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's not new, number one. Number two, we, we are a worldwide provider of air purification products for your home, for business. Um, you will find PCI in air conditioning systems. You'll, you'll find them in elevators. You'll find some higher-ended cars have plasma cluster ion technology in You'll see high-end refrigerators. You'll open it up in the back wall. It'll say, this, this blank refrigerator, this brand refrigerator, is protected by Sharp's patented plasma cluster ion technology to reduce odor, mildew, and mold. So tell me, what, what is the 
basis of this um, system that is in all of these other units across the world? What, what is the core technology? Sure. So basically there are a lot of air purification products out in the marketplace, a lot, a lot of different brands. And the part that most companies throw around is something called true HEPA and a true HEPA filtration, which captures you know 99.9% of particles as small as 0.3 microns from the air that passes through it. So we, too, have true HEPA filters in our consumer and our um, B2B, if you will, air purification products. We have that. But on top of that, we have something called plasma cluster ion technology. And um, what that does is it reduces pollen, dust, pet dander, smoke, germs, bacteria, viruses, odor, mold, fungus in your home um, through a three-stage filter system, which includes a carbon filter. Um, it's an it's a activated carbon filter. If you looked at the filter, you'd be like, that looks like the most expensive filter and heavy filter I've ever seen. Through the true HEPA filter and then through our patented plasma cluster ion technology, which I'm now going to finally explain to you. What PCI does, it, di- it disperses positive and negative charged ions throughout the entire room to safely break down microorganisms and odors across the room. Now, let me, let me just do it one more time. I know you got it, but let me just back it up a little bit. <laughs> the, difference, the difference here is we call our product active, the word active, air purification, versus our competitors, and I mean the majority of competitors I know have what I would call passive uh, air purification. Active means that literally imagine a positive negative ion, hundreds of them, going throughout the entire room where this product is, looking for bad things like mold or mildew or biopsies or caca or viruses or dander, connecting the positive and negative It's actually oxygen and hydrogen around that bad thing, killing it and dropping it to the ground so you can vacuum it up and get it out of the room. So so many of our competitors, you have to literally wait till the room air circulation comes around to try to capture it with true HEPA. Okay. So so basically what that does is two things for mom and dad. Number one, um, buying a regular fan, just a regular fan, for your child's room, and then blowing everything on the ground into the air, in my opinion, means that you might be blowing bad things through their nostrils, through their larynx, their pharynx, their respiratory system. Yeah, you're recirculating and stuff that's on the ground. That's right. You do not. That's well said. I like that with economy of language. I don't think. I don't think personally you want to recirculate bad things that are either in the air or on the ground. And what plasma cluster ion technology does is go out into the room and fight for you and fight for your respiratory system by destroying all these things that I mentioned earlier. Very interesting. And it seems one to... other one other thing, Jace, that's sure. important. And I can send you measurements on it. You know, if you if you do the studies, if you go outside in a park, outside in a park, and you were to check the air level of purity of that air, it is wonderful. It is earthly. You have your trees right there. You're, you're bringing oxygen through your system that's very good for you. The goal is how do you take what's going on in a park and bring it into a physical room 
where your air purification is literally it's five times worse, according to the EPA. The air in your home, on average, is five times worse than the air outside. So that's really the goal wow. is to improve the air and the circulation in your respiratory system inside your home. And, you know, maybe if we did it more often, maybe we wouldn't, you know, put bad things in our system and wind up with, you know, the cough or the flu or something else. I mean, who's talking about that other than getting a flu shot? Yeah, so so these um, systems, it seems like they, they would make it hard for germs and things like that, to, not only just to get rid of the smell, but to actually neutralize them, right? Oh, yeah, this, yeah, this isn't... So odors are one thing. So this will reduce the, you know, the bad odors in a room. But this is literally destroying, um, you know, and taking out, you know, what I said before, pollen and dust and pet dander and bacteria and mold and mildew uh, in your home. And it breaks down the microorganisms and odors. Um, you know, that's what it does. Very cool. Um, and, and, it's, and, and again, it's, it's active. It goes out into the room. Um, the videos that we have shown consumers shows a little circle and a little, you know, X plus out there flying around the room looking for the bad guys to go and get them. And then grab them, bring them down, destroy them. And now they're on the ground destroyed, and now you just have to vacuum them up. Let's say you want to make a DIY repair on your vehicle. Where do you go? Where do you turn for advice? Alan Taylor here. If you're considering free online repair advice, you might want to consider the source. Instead of putting your vehicle at risk, rely on accurate, complete guidance from start to finish with the experts at Haynes. Every Haynes manual is based on a complete teardown and rebuild of the vehicle. They learn the best ways to do the job and make it easier and cheaper for you. Available at most auto part retailers or at Haynes.com. Welcome back to Pop Tech Radio. I'm Jason Masters, and this is our final segment with Peter Weedfald, SVP of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances. And let's get back to our interview where we left off talking about the plasma cluster ion technology. I think a lot of so, people, even though you've sold a ton of these, probably don't know that it's not just filtering the air that passes through the unit, but it's actually sending things out into the room. I think that's really uh, a, a, great, a great point to, to press on, is that it's actually it's sending... Going out, yeah. It's going out and working for you around the room. That's why I call it active. It's actively going out with positive and negative ions all through the room, looking for the caca, grabbing hold of it, destroying it down so that it's back on the ground, and then you can vacuum them up, versus you've got a unit that's in the corner, and it's waiting for something to show up within a certain distance, right? Right. That's a huge difference. Because, by the way, sidebar, look at good people we are. We included the true HEPA filter, which is an industry standard, in that same product. So although our competition has true HEPA filters, we have true HEPA filter, too. So now we're even, but we have plasma cluster ion technology which nobody else has. That's ours. And as I said, there are 70 million, 70 million, which means X amount of hundreds of thousands of companies have voted 
by adding that cost into their product to ensure, you know, better uh, breathing and, um, you know, better results in any room that they're in, whether it's an elevator or a car, uh, you know, an air conditioning system. Right. I imagine the so fact that it's, so it's able to kill germs and things like that, that I would hope that one day these can all be like in schools and things like that to help cut yeah. down on, on, you know, coughs and colds and things. Right. Well, my conundrum is, uh, as somebody who's so deeply entrenched in this product line and understanding the value proposition, is when I go to a doctor's office, and people are sitting around, and there's no air purifier in the room. Yeah, coughing. People are coughing. It blows my mind. It's like if consumers were informed about the necessity to make sure the air is being purified, to make sure that the experience of you breathing in your home or in a doctor's office or in a business or in a hospital is as good as it is standing in a park, so another, that's another simply better living product, right? Simple. You hit a button, it turns on. It's better, it's better than the competition, we believe, with um, plasma cluster ion technology. And it's all about having a better lifestyle um, by keeping your air purified in your home and in your business. Absolutely. I, I imagine that after hearing about both of these products, our listeners are going to want to go check out sharpusa.com to, to learn more about them and, and see the different models so I right. see a lot of products that are tech for the sake of tech. There's a lot of interesting ideas floating around out there, but they don't always become part of your life or a necessity that you would miss if it broke or was stolen. And uh, both of these products seem like if for some reason you bought them and then they went missing, you would go right out and buy another one. Yeah, I think that's a really Yes, thank you, Jason. But I'll give you one sidebar example that might be funny. You know our new microwave built-in drawer that I'm fired up about that no one else has on the planet brought to you by Sharp, and we own the patent, so it's us made in um, down in Memphis, Tennessee. Do you, do you realize that, to your point about bringing out technology and speeds and feeds, sometimes because that's the cool thing to do, riddle me this. So now, make make believe... I have an app on my phone um, to my microwave drawer. And so my hands are full of chicken, and I'm like, oh, i got to open up that drawer. So I go and wash my hands, clean them, dry them, walk back to my mobile phone, reach for the app, click on microwave oven, go to the section that says open drawer, and click on it, versus something that's very simple and better, Walk up to it, wave once, and it opens. Definitely a uh, a lot of steps removed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the way we like to think about product is really what's the benefit um, to better living. All right. Well, anybody out there listening, if you want to find out more about the superheated steam countertop oven or the plasma cluster ion air purification systems and all the rest of the great things that Sharp makes, you can go to sharpusa.com. That's it for this week's episode of Pop Tech Radio. I hope you'll subscribe to us on iTunes or check us out on poptechradio.com. We'll see you next week. Where does the love for a car come from? If the car is a Subaru Legacy, the answer would be the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Power goes to all four wheels all the time for optimum grip. 
The Subaru Boxer engine's lower center of gravity makes the Subaru Legacy more responsive around corners and gets better fuel economy than front-wheel drive competitors. What you have then is a mid-size sedan with grip, handling, and enviable fuel economy. It's no wonder it turns people into people who love cars. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.